1: purpose to all of us. Join Hercules and Victus and crew as they seek answers to these and other timeless questions and serve Mount Olympus by safeguarding the path of mystic ascension. Welcome to the Pride of Olympus.
2: and welcome to Pride of Olympus. This is Hercules Invictus, and today is our Archons and Aeons episode, which begins with Gabriel's Worldwide Religion of Love, hosted by Michael and Diane Duncan, and our guest is the legendary Nick Curdo. Greetings Whoa. and welcome, Michael and Diane, and greetings, Nick.
3: Greetings, greetings, Hercules, and greetings, Nick. Wonderful that you're here.
4: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, as well as you guys. Uh, we got a lot to be thankful for, that's for sure.
3: Yes, happy Thanksgiving yeah, to everyone, and Athena, too, and your family.
2: Thank you, and yours as well. Uh, we have a caller, so I'm going to let you guys talk, and I'm going to check what the caller has to say. I'll be back. So uh, I'll I give the, the scepter of Zeus to you guys.
3: Okay.
5: Wow. All right, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, hi, Nick. Happy Thanksgiving.
4: Well, thank you. I'm still recovering from a 2 o'clock dinner, which uh, luckily oh. nothing was burned, and everything came out hopefully just like I wanted. So I'm very, very relieved that it all worked out. Um, and you major prepared op-
3: it? You prepared uh, it?
4: I did. I had um, two weeks ago, I had a major operation on my head. I was on the operating table for three and a half hours at the oh, no. New York Presbyterian Cornell uh, right here in New York City. It's it's an amazingly amazing hospital. It's, it's one of the biggest hospitals, I think, in the country. And uh, they told me I had uh, a hiatal hernia that was pushing my stomach uh, forward up into my lungs, which was serious. And so I agreed to have the operation. The reason I'm even bringing that up is that after I had it and woke up, they told me I couldn't have any any hard foods of any kind, only uh, uh, soups, uh, strained soups, and pudding for two weeks. So, oh, my
3: goodness.
4: Yeah, yeah. And so two days ago, I, when I went for my post-op with a surgeon, he said, you're doing fine. You can have all the foods you want. So, oh. and they, yeah, and Thanksgiving was only two days away, so we did oh. some shopping, and this was a, a very unique uh, Thanksgiving food-wise, as you can imagine. So something oh, Nicholas, I, I oh, wish you had
3: told us, my darling. Oh, <laughs> we, we would have been there praying for you every minute.
4: Oh, thank you, thank you. I didn't want to worry anybody, and I felt as though the surgeon was a top guy, and I liked him, and I thought he was going to do a good job, which he did. Oh, one thing that's interesting, he said we'll be doing it robotically, which means that there was a little slit, not a big slash, in my stomach, and they did it with robot arms, little tiny oh. robot arms. And he was in the oh. other part of the uh, the room, the operating room.
3: Oh my goodness!
4: So I mean, how oh. about that's like sci-fi coming home, you know?
3: <laughs> oh my golly! Well, this certainly shows the 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 miracle, the miracle that God has provided to help everyone in in circumstances like this. What a miracle!
4: And, you know, Diane, when I, when I finally woke up at 9 o'clock in the hospital, they wheeled me into this beautiful room. I woke oh. up, and there was absolutely no pain.
0: How and wonderful. I was
4: prepared for a huge amount of pain and nothing, zero. And I oh. never had pain at all, ever, for the, for the two weeks, right up until tonight, which is, uh-huh. am- I, I mean, how, how wonderful is that?
3: Well, I, I think that God is gracing you, and and if ever anyone deserved it, you do, Nick. God bless you. Uh, God has certainly uh, blessed you to give you uh, this this kind of an operation and not have the pain and suffering.
4: And they gave me a heavy duty narcotic and two other major painkillers at the hospital uh, pharmacy, and they said, by all means. If and when that pain comes, don't hesitate to take the – and I I didn't even open the boxes. So I just want to tell you that robotic surgery with the smaller um, incisions and all, they don't even use staples or stitches anymore. They use skin glue, a glue that glues your little skin together. So that helps for the no, no pain. That's part of it.
3: Well, Michael had mentioned that the other day we were talking about it, is that uh, the, the glue, the glue thing is just wonderful. That's wonderful. Isn't it?
4: It's amazing, and it's just about disappeared now. You very It's very hard to even see where they went in. So, right, anyhow, right. I'm just very grateful for a very good doctor, wonderful hospital, New York Presbyterian Cornell, the tra- tra- straight A's in my book. They were Everybody there was kind and considerate and warm to me, and I, I just owe them a great deal. So anyhow, but this of this course. Thanksgiving and is per, like a double the, barrel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Soup, yeah. So uh, anyhow, so, so how was your Thanksgiving? Did you cook in?
3: Um, our Thanksgiving was just wonderful. Actually we held the family Thanksgiving. I I'm afraid to say it was on Sunday. <laughs> um okay. uh, the family came and we had a birthday party for my brother and oh. uh, a really wonderful celebration but uh but today we had one just with our children because the big party was sunday so we nice. had a, a really beautiful day and uh, our 14-year-old and 19-year-old enjoyed a nice vegetarian meal <laughs> here's that's michael nice. here's michael
5: okay yeah nick i mean as you know and uh, most of the listeners to uh, of our radio program uh, gabriel's worldwide religion of love will know that we are vegetarians and we come from, uh, you know, we come from a tradition, a spiritual tradition, well, many spiritual traditions really, where uh, vegetarianism is really championed and it is preferred as the way to eat, to have a pure vehicle, to receive those higher essences, to have a healthier body, to to do your ministry, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're theosophists. And, and by the way, I, I wanted to say thank God for your uh, wonderful recovery. Uh, no, thank
4: you, Michael. Thank, thank you me. very much.
5: And we'll, we'll continue to pray for you. Um, we'll get back to the theosophy in a second. You just you asked about our Thanksgiving.
4: Yeah, uh, I was wondering what you had. Be, being veg- a vegetarian family, what what did you have for dinner, if I may ask?
5: Yeah, usually usually we go down to my grandma's house uh, in Carlsbad, California which is uh, southern california about halfway between uh, uh where we are in mission viejo california and san diego we uh-huh. usually go we usually go down to her home but uh, you know she's 97 now
4: god bless her
5: yes but she has been diagnosed with fourth stage liver cancer and esophageal oh, cancer oh, so, so, so she's very in hosp- yeah she's in hospice right now so uh, you know, we decided not to bother the family down there because I think they're kind of keeping it mellow. So anyway, we were here with uh, with our just our immediate family here, and we had blueberry pancakes as part of our vegetarian oh, uh, young, young. celebration. Yeah, that sounds and good. We had tofu and veggies, and uh, let's see what else a uh, little those little p- potatoes, those little tiny potatoes, and we had a. Fresh fruit smoothie and everything like that. So. Uh, well,
4: that sounds very healthy, really, and good. It sounds delicious.
5: Oh yes, yes. So you know, we uh, when Diane and I first met in 1991, it was actually May 8th, 1991. It was Wednesday night. <laughs> we met at my college, University of California Irvine, U.C. Irvine. Uh, but you know, she, she really. And her family really turned me on to Theosophy, and it's it's really coincidental, well maybe not coincidental Nick, that uh, the day we met, May eighth, nineteen ninety one, the day we met, was the one hundredth anniversary of the passing of Madame Blavatsky, Madame Helena Blavatsky, Whoa. who started, uh, you know, the modern movement of Theosophy, and she's kind of also known as the, the 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 mother of the New Age movement, sort of.
0: Mhm. Uh,
5: so we started out as Theosophists, uh, Nick, together, but we had studied other things before that, you know. Right. And uh, you know, we we uh, were members of the Rosicrucian uh, Ro- Rosicrucian Order. We're also Neo Theosophists with uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Uh, and they're all vegetarians. You know, they all they all profess vegetarianism. You don't have to be, but they say it's it's preferred. You know, for for God's work and, and God's inspiration. And then in 2011, Nick, fast forward 2000 to 2011, we picked up our Urantia books again. <laughs> we started wow. delving into them, and we said, we said, you know, we need a little lift here because. You know, we were involved in some family matters and with the children that came to us, the children we have now. Right, right. Uh, we were involved in some family matters, and we, we were kind of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if, if drowning was the word, but uh, certainly it was pretty tough. <laughs> so we opened up the Urantia book, and we started reading about Adam and Eve, who were, of okay. course, yep. vegetarians in yep. the Garden of Eden. So we started studying more, Nick, and then we said to ourselves, well, this is really exciting because we had started to gain some uh, spiritual momentum, you know, a a zest for life again because of the Urantia book. And we said we want to delve into it a little bit more, so we decided to look for a community, a Urantia book community maybe, to to share ideas or learn more, you know what I mean? Yep. So I went online and I looked up uh Urantia Book Community or Study Groups or whatever, and we found a study group in Irvine, California.
0: Oh. And it just
5: it just happened to be the study group of Robert Burns who is Oh a, wow. Yeah. Who's a past president of the Urantia Book Fellowship, right? It and, doesn't get and, better than
4: that. You you struck gold. Absolutely. Gold. <laughs>
5: Oh, oh, he's been such a great mentor, Nick. Oh, he's been a great mentor. So so then uh, that was 2011. So we decided to, you know, go to the study group regularly. And then in 2012, uh, I became the education chair for UBLA, which is Urantia Book Los Angeles Society.
4: Right, and I, right.
5: Yeah. And there are dozens of societies, as you know, uh, around the country, you being a past president of the uh, Greater New York Society, right?
4: Absolutely.
5: And when was that, Nick?
4: Uh, I, I stepped down a couple of years ago. I served for uh, four years, and uh, it was a uh, really an honor to do it. And as you know, the people that are attracted to the Arantia Book are some of the most loving, uh, caring, sensitive uh, exploring research, deep research people you could ever possibly meet. And uh, I think that you guys will agree that it's been such an adventure to meet other people who are Urantia book readers who are fascinating and and just multi-leveled. Uh, it's been a, quite an experience.
5: Yes, we found the same thing, Nick. Of course, people have their opinions, and there are some very strong opinions about concepts in the Urantia book, and Especially you know with Diana and myself because we've kind of uh, you know we've kind of gone outside the ranch book with our our theosophical background and Rosicrucian and things like that. Uh, but then uh, it was interesting that in uh, two thousand let's see two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen, I was the education chair for Ubla and then we went to the international Conference. Uh, well, we went to the summer study session in 2013 in Chicago and did our first workshop. But oh. then, in, Yeah, but then in 2014, we went to the international conference. We did a workshop, and we, uh, I, of course, I, you know, my degree is in music from UC Irvine, so I, uh, at the request of Christina Seaborn, I developed a, a choir, a singing choir called the... Uh, Urantia Revelation Singers Excellent so, Yeah, so we had a choir that uh, Helped in some of the plenaries And also in the story of Ruth uh, The story of Ruth uh, Musical That um, Angie Thurston Created with Christina Seaborn Oh yes Yeah, and then after the after the International Conference in 2014 I became the president Of UBLA Of Urantia Book mm-hmm. Los Angeles Society. So, right. so things were starting to really look up. Um, but, and I say but because one of the most important elements of that trip to IC 14 was meeting Nick Curto.
4: <laughs> oh, well, 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 listen, hey! uh, the feeling, <laughs> feeling is mutual. You know, I absolutely when I met you both, I actually felt as though I've known you uh, met before it, it was it was just almost a renewal to me it was when you know sometimes you meet people and you have certain feelings and i just felt as though i've known you uh-huh. you know and i think that's a very wonderful feeling that that there's something there that uh is, is triggering a very warm response that we've met or or something before i, I felt that and of course here we are <laughs> and uh, yeah. isn't that wonderful? Though well, that's a miracle into itself. When you when you meet very special people in your life, that's such a, a joy.
5: And and one more thing uh, before I pass it to Diane, and and Nick, what I what I meant by uh, one of the most important aspects of that uh, meeting, meeting you at International Conference 14 for the Fellowship, was that uh, you helped uh, introduce us. And, in fact, you did introduce us to the person who is our uh, producer and engineer on this wonderful program, Hercules Victus. You introduced us to Hercules. And, you know, Nick, I want to tell you that um, one of the things I'm thankful for, and and we're going to go through and and, uh, see, you know, some of the most important things we're thankful for, but one thing that's really, really high on the top of my list is beginning our uh, our experience here uh, on the radio programs with Hercules and with you and with others. And I wanted to tell you that the very first time, and Hercules, I don't know if you're listening, but the very I'm first here. time... I'm here. Oh, you're here? Okay. Yeah. The very first episode was episode 11 on Voice of Olympus. You had kind of just started uh, your run. Uh, on the on CERN radio It was episode 11 Of Voice of Olympus And that was May 2016 wow. May 2016 oh. So that's, that's something I'm slippery. so thankful for So from Theosophy To yep. Urantia book yep. To radio program And now the worldwide religion of love And our work with the local universe Father and local universe mother spirit uh, Is just been so tremendous i'm so thankful and uh, i'm going to pass it to diane
3: (laughs) nick um i just wanted to say too that one of the most happiest times that i experienced i had brought alex our son he's 14 now but that was a few years ago to the uh, international conference of Urantia in massachusetts and i brought alex And we met a certain young man, (laughs) tall, (laughs) dark-haired, with his domes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I thought you were the most creative person there ever could ever be. I saw those domes. Oh, my goodness, Nick. I don't know what on earth uh, propelled you to uh, create that type of, uh, of a thing, but it was just really splendid. And oh, uh, that, you, that always will leave a, a memory with Alex and me because uh, we met you there, you know. <laughs> and, well, well, the feeling is quite
4: mutual. Uh, that was a very special uh, weekend for sure. And just so the listeners know, uh, what Diane is referring to by domes is that I had a vision in hopefully the near future that the Urantia book would have a complex, a, a whole place. Uh, it's, it's got domes in it. It's got a hotel It's got uh, gardens uh, to contemplate. Um, It's got waterfalls. It's got an international food uh, center. And it would be a place where people would learn about the Arantia book uh, from all over the world. It would be a a whole complex. And I I had this vision, and it was based on a lot of the ideas of the Arantia book. uh, The architecture Mm -hmm. just popped into my head as I was reading the Arantia book, and I just simply put – sketches on paper, and eventually built a scale model. That's what Diane's referring to. And I have very uh, uh, big hopes here that it will be built. Uh, I'm I'm still working on ideas for that. And we have a website now, um, urantia.nyc, and people can go to that, and you can see a, a slide presentation of what the concept for the Urantia Book Center is. So I hope that they can do that.
3: Oh, Nick, it it was so exciting, and um, I just wanted you to know that that uh, I, I just think that you are just splendid, and not only that, not because of your talent and creativity, but, you know, there were a few times after that I got a little down. You know, we had, we had three children uh, that were kind of uh, left on our doorstep, you know, <laughs> and I right. get a little frustrated, you know, and do you know during those times, and I, I know you may not remember this, but you would send a little note and to me, and oh my goodness, they would come just at the right moment. It was just like, you. I used to call you my angel.
4: <laughs> I remember, I was quite yes. honored. I do remember that, <laughs> and it seems like that timing seemed to be really just right on the money every single time. And you said, were you reading my mind? What was that? what was going yes, on? I know. I know. It,
3: I just we just connected. I, <laughs> I just thought wonderful. he must have super sensitive uh, perception because every time there'd be a little note coming. I thought I'd think, oh my golly, he's just an angel. I bet he he is like that with everybody. He's so sweet.
4: Well, thank Thank you. That's that's more more than kind and. Uh, it's, um, it's an honor to have such wonderful friends, truly. In fact, I wrote about when you asked me to write some of the uh, things that I was grateful for this Thanksgiving, and I, I composed a list, and uh, needless to say, friends is way up there.
3: <laughs> well, uh, would you like to read that list now?
4: Oh, uh, if you like, I could read it now, sure. Um, Why don't you? My... And
3: then after that, we'll, we'll say a prayer, and Michael is going to sing us a song.
4: Oh, Fantastic.
3: Okay, well,
4: um, no. I, I got to tell you, though, when you told me about this uh, theme tonight, what I did, after I wrote um, what, my, uh, what I'm most grateful for, mm-hmm. I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if I published this to the entire uh, readership of Disclosure Network New York and ask them if they also mm-hmm. would be kind enough to share their feelings of oh. what they're most thankful for also, and, and these replies are starting to come in.
3: Oh, oh right. well, so you are really the kind of person that, that that can start something like that. How wonderful!
4: It was it was, a, it was just a good idea, and I I wanted to share it, and I think it's going. I'm uh-huh. going to get a lot more replies. I've already started getting replies
3: uh, oh. today. So,
4: so all right, I'm going to go through this fairly quickly. Um, oh, but please, I tried please, to get all the major. Oh do do
3: it quickly. We're enjoying you.
4: <laughs> well, again, thank you. Um, so it's titled. What I'm most grateful for this Thanksgiving Day, 2019, by Nick It all starts from the very beginning with God, the universal father, the source of all limitless love. Next, my truly loving mother and father, Margaret and Nick, who could not have been possibly possibly more caring, loving, supportive, and also uh, showed limitless love to me always. My wish is that every child had parents, Like that. My heart goes out to all the children of all ages who were not blessed with loving parents. You had to make their own way in the world without the love and support of caring parents. Next, the rest of my family, which is made up of my sister Peggy, my brother Bob, my aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, cousins, and their families. After that, the people that I have loved me over the years. And, uh, and the rich life that we shared together. There will always be a special place in my heart for those loves of my life that have touched me so deeply. My partner, Hal, is a true joy of my life. Next, my dear friends, without years, uh, throughout the years of my life, uh, that's, that's for sure. Um, I feel very blessed indeed to have known such wonderful men and women and enjoyed their deep and wonderful friendship. My best friend John has taught me much about what, it really, uh, what is really important in life. Um, there's a lot more to that, but we'll let that go for now, that, but that's true. Um, next, my good health that I have had with very few issues over the years. Uh, next, each day, every day, to live it fully and well and never to take it for granted. Uh, next, the food to sustain me, which I have never been without. Many people have had huge struggles to have enough food to feed themselves and their family. Next, a roof over my head that has protected me from the heat and cold year after year whenever I have lived over the years and provided me with a feeling of well-being, independence, and belonging. Next, being able to have lived in America all my life and being in a free country with opportunities to help me be all that I can be. Last, my mind, my mind that is capable and has been of the ability to process questions, both large and small, in order to seek and recognize truth when I come across it. And I uh, have uh, at the bottom here a note. I, can't, I couldn't possibly list the, the names of everyone to whom I'm referring. You know who you are. Much love to you all. That, that's it.
3: Oh how beautiful! Well, it's ditto, I'm sure for Michael and me, um, and especially we give thanks to to God. But our parents, Michael and I, both have had very loving, uh, wonderful parents who who have given us a really wonderful, happy childhood. That and, that's so
4: important, as you know. And again, when you became parents, uh, very suddenly, may I say, uh, and and then. You enjoyed uh, all the challenges as well as the amazing, uh, the amazing love and responsibility when you, when you took on that, that uh, new role. I, I admire you doing that very much.
3: Oh, well, well, thank you. You know, it's interesting. I think I had told you that uh, in 1985 I was told that uh, I would be given three children. Oh, really? No, I don't know if
4: I knew that. No, Yeah, yeah, in
3: 1985, and we didn't get them until 2007. (laughs) (laughs) Now,
4: how did you find it out? Who who mentioned that to you? Well,
3: I was taking a bath. (laughs) I used to take baths and meditate. And in my meditations, I was told that I would be given three children. The little girl would be... Uh, The oldest, 10 years, she's 10 years old, and she would have brown eyes and brown hair. And then there was a little boy who would be the middle child with brown eyes, and then there would be a baby with blue eyes. Whoa. Yeah, and I asked them, I said, well, uh, is the baby born yet? And they said, no, no, the baby's not born yet. But in reality, none of them had been born yet. Uh, Elena was not born until 1996, and Daniel was born in 2000, and Alexander was born in 2005. So I I was preparing for those children to come, and we had no idea that it would be my brother's children because uh, he had two older sons that were born in 87 and 89, and uh, so none of these children had been born yet. <laughs> uh, what an extraordinary of
4: experience when when uh, the, the circumstances presented itself, and then. Now, did you know right away, did you remember back to that time when you were told this? Do you remember that? Oh,
3: yes, oh yes, because this was very important fact in our lives um because i I decided to prepare for those children, and I told Michael, you know we were we were going together for four years before we married. We met right. on the hundredth anniversary of blavatsky's death right. may right. uh may eighth
0: nineteen
3: ninety one and for four years we went together. And one time we were driving on the freeway, and I told him, I said, you know, they, they've told me that if we don't marry, that the children are doomed, that uh, we won't get the children. And so Michael said, well, let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> good, good
4: for you, Michael. Good for you, man. And so oh, that's an incredible story. story. That's an <laughs> incredible story. That really is. My good. That's got everything going on. Wow.
5: Well, there's there's so much more to it than that, even you know because oh, uh, I'm
4: sure, but but I mean yeah, just the
5: it's, just uh, the idea
4: that that is ex- extraordinary, and then to actually have it happen in your life, oh brother, that that is an amazing story. Thanks, for Yeah, showing. she
5: uh and she she got all these messages, you know, in the bathtub, so <laughs> she was uh you know in a relaxed, nice meditative state, and right. eventually in the bathtub. They said to uh, keep the home. Yeah. It was very important to keep the home because when we were going in those early years, um, you know, we were we were really exploring. I mean, we were studying theosophy. Of course, we were reading the Ranch Book a little bit here and there. We were uh, members of the Rosicrucians. We became members of Maitreya, Great Tao, the mm-hmm. uh, the eastern the eastern philosophy uh, religion. Uh, so we were we were really exploring, and we were thinking, oh, let's go here, and let's go there, and let's start something here, let's start something there, you know, spiritually, like a a movement or something like that, because we knew we knew our destiny would be to do some sort of ministry for God. Mm-hmm. So, but she was in the bathtub one day, and uh, they they said to her, they said, uh, keep the home, because they oh, were. Oh the family was thinking about uh... selling the home at that time and it was it was kind of uh... the situation was tenuous with the with the home but they said keep the home so as a result of keeping the home we were able to bring in the children and now and give them a home and now because of the home we're able to welcome the celestials for this new worldwide religion of love for of course you know Maitreya's uh, magisterial mission for the Local Universe Father and Mother's Ten-Year Plan. So they've come here to talk with us, to teach us, to prepare us, to send messages through us. Uh, And they've also, also, some of them have come to live here, uh, which has been a very interesting um, development in the last, uh, since like July of this last year, Uh, 56 of them. Uh, and we're in this transition phase, of course. You know, we're in the transition phase uh, before the new worldwide religion starts, when Mother Venus, Gabriel's Gabriel's counterpart, a uh, female counterpart, will be uh, visiting the Earth, incarnating, uh, teaching, starting to teach to uh, introduce these new messages, new ways of living and things. So, yes, so it began... It began with that meeting on the hundredth year anniversary of blavatsky's passing and then and then uh those those years of uh you know learning about the children of keeping the home of really building this foundation because we mm-hmm. know for, for a couple decades you... over over two decades now we've been together and we've been building this um but the story isn't that's that's probably. You know, maybe a little bit more than half the story. The story, as we've told you, as as some of the listeners know, the story goes back to even before Diane and I met when she was doing bathtub (laughs) meditations before she met me. (laughs) But that's another story for another time.
4: (laughs) That's another story. But it really, Michael and Diane, it really is an extraordinary story that you're sharing. You know, I know a filmmaker here in New York, a really amazing filmmaker, and somewhere down the road, I I really think this is a film. I do. I I just think that there's so much content, and it's the story that people should know because it can be very helpful to many, many, many people and inspirational. So I'm just putting that out there, that at some point, uh, you know, we should really address that uh, and (laughs) see about something like that. because It just sounds to me as though, one thing led to the next, to the next, and you can yes. see how it was building and growing, and still is, and the, I, think the, I think the best is yet to come, I really do believe that, but the oh. stage is set absolutely set, and it's very very exciting
3: Oh, that's so sweet of you, um, Michael was saying, really our story began in 1985, and I was doing bathtub meditations, And uh, a celestial came to visit me during it. And uh, at first, uh, I didn't understand what was going on. But then eventually, he brought in uh, a young man, uh, just a teenager, only looked about 15 years old. And uh, this went on for about four years, you know. And we would pray around the Hasek in my uh, family room. Of course, this was while I was in the bathtub uh, meditating, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, um, on November 8th, well, I mean May 8th, 1991, um, I went with my son to UCI to see a rehearsal. My son was the pianist and director of the UCI choirs. And uh, during that time, I saw the choir. And then all of a sudden, in the center of the choir, I saw the young man that the Celestial kept bringing in for the four years. And, of course, it was Michael. (laughs) So, um, you know, I I told him very shortly after that uh, what had uh, occurred for the last four years, and uh, he just seemed to accept it, and it was really marvelous. And so we just started uh, going to um, Altadena with uh, Grace Kenoki, uh, she was the president of the American section. She would invite us to lunch up at the mansion, and we'd go there. I'd even bring my mother and father, not just Michael, and my children, uh, Dean and Don, but we'd go up there and have lunch with Grace, just no one else, just us in the mansion with her, and, of course, uh, John and Kirby uh, Van Matter uh, also, and their their sons, and and we would have lunch, and, of course, it would be vegetarian. We would talk about that, you know, that Grace Mm -hmm. um, Kanoki was brought up in the Theosophical Society in Point Loma, and it was all vegetarian, and it was kind of like a cafeteria style. And they actually, all of the leaders of the the movement took turns in the kitchen. (laughs) They all had to cook. (laughs) But it was all vegetarian, and it was so wonderful. But, oh, there was another little thing that I didn't tell you. We we joined the Rancher Society in 2011.
0: Right. We had
3: not had any contact with any Rancher person before that. Although uh, the Rancher book I did bring into the home in 1985. Oh but, okay. But um, we went in to Robert Burns, and this was uh, in 2011 in July. It was the day, the next day after our anniversary which is July 13th, and I told Michael, I said, we're stepping across this, um, this, this door, uh, going to Robert Burns, who's been a past president of UBLA, and I said, I want to tell you I'm making a prophecy right now before we step across. I said, this is 2011. I said, within three years, you will be president of UBLA.
6: <laughs> and I told
3: him that night. Wow. And Michael can affirm that. Are you going to affirm it? Uh,
5: that is true.
3: <laughs>
4: well, what was your reaction, Michael? What was your reaction when she said that?
3: Well, I, I pretty
5: much knew because, uh, you know, from very very early on, from our very uh, initial meeting, uh, I knew that there was there was some reason we came together. Because, you know, guys, I mean, I'm I'm going to speak frankly here. Uh, we have we have gone against convention. Our whole lives Alright uh, mm-hmm. Diane's oldest son is a year older than me <laughs> Okay uh, Two that's years a, older. Excuse me That's a great and her dynamic youngest,
4: though. That's really Her youngest cool.
5: son was born in 69 The same as me So from the very beginning uh, You know we've had to face our families Which uh, the families were not too jazzed About us coming together uh, But You know hmm. But I knew, I knew, though that this was right. Uh, when we mm-hmm. arranged, when we arranged for me to come into the home, um, to take piano lessons from her son. That's how we kind of made it work. Uh, that I was to take piano lessons from her son, the the one that's two years older than me. Um, you know, because her her husband, uh, her husband had uh, you know died mm-hmm. from uh, prostate cancer.
0: Right. So, right.
5: Yeah. So uh so I came into the home and uh we started getting uh, a little closer and uh you know it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't uh it wasn't very well uh, received in either of our uh families. My parents hmm. had a hard, my parents had a hard time with it and of course her family cuz we're from two very very different worlds uh you know if you if you knew our backgrounds very very different worlds. So uh so my reaction i think was one of i'm really not concerned with what people think in this world because i know that this coming together is something special and something ordained and there you as, go and as we've gone on as we've gone on uh i see that that it's 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 true it's it's more and more true i see it more clearly uh, every single day especially now with with the Celestials, so uh, when after diane was uh, visited uh, or after diane had her encounter with the local universe father in 2013 and mother and then the team meetings began uh, and then we started talking to the infinite mother spirit about you know the arrangements and things I started seeing more clearly that uh, yes it was ordained and, yes, this is the right thing, you know, this isn't the right thing. You knew thing. that
4: in your heart. You just felt it strongly, and you went ahead, and that is exactly what you should have done. Uh, have the have the families now, in 2019, have they, have they really had a change of heart? What's going on now with that situation?
5: Well, <laughs> speaking frankly.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can talk about anything. We can.
5: Well, okay, so uh... – the, the relationship with my parents is is much is much better because they have seen that Diane that our our marriage and our association and taking in the kids and and everything has been really good for me. It's it's been good for my life. Uh, I'm very positive. I'm
0: a I'm very yep. healthy.
5: Uh, I'm a minister. You know, I'm a teacher. Uh, I'm doing really positive things in the community. Um, and it's so, so they just, can
4: see that, and they can see yeah. your personal growth.
5: Yes, oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think they're happy with it. They they probably wanted something a little different for me. You know, I we haven't produced kids. We have
0: three.
5: We have the three children that we inherited, and I'm sure right, they right. probably would like me to have produced kids. But, uh, but you know, I kind of see myself now, though, as a, as a priest of sorts, you know. I became mm-hmm. a reverend. Of course, upon uh, your inspiration, Nick, and you, Hercules, because you're both uh, you're both interfaith ministers. So that prompted me to become a reverend, to, to become an interfaith minister. So I'm I'm ordained in that, and I think I think they kind of like that. You know, um, I grew up Methodist uh, Methodist Christian. We went to church, you know, not not we weren't like avid churchgoers, but I was baptized and confirmed in the Methodist church. Uh so I th- I think they like that I'm part of a spiritual community and that I'm trying to contribute, you know, cuz I tell yes. them I say I say I really want to be a good father, I want to be a good citizen, you know, I want to help people, you know, grow spiritually, I want to support people positively. So I think they like that. Well, what's wow. not
4: to like? I mean, th- what you just listed. I mean, what is not to like? How proud they must—they would have to be with the accomplishments that you've had. Well, how about the other side of the family? What happened with that okay. other
3: side? Diane will tell you that. <laughs> um, my my father just thought it was a wonderful idea. Um, Michael was a beautiful singer, and my mother was a singer. And so we all did a concert for my parents with uh, Michael and I singing and uh, my son, Don, playing the organ and everything up at uh, the hotel. Well, it wasn't a hotel. It was like an apartment, uh, but it looked like a hotel. It was for senior citizens, you know. And it Mm -hmm. was so beautiful, and so my father passed on, not too many couple just a few years after that, but he did, he just loved Michael very much, and my mother uh, was crazy about Michael, because she was an opera singer. And a singer, and so uh she she just thought it was a wonderful thing, and she got to go to all these wonderful um plays and concerts that we took her to, and um things that Michael was doing and so she enjoyed all of that before her death and,
6: oh, I'm and glad. So really I'm so
3: glad uh, yeah, all there is left is my brother, and he j- ju- we just came over on Sunday uh with his uh, beautiful um wife and and they um Joined us for Thanksgiving, and it was his birthday, and he just loves Michael, too, and uh, so everything is, is very good. So everything is just great.
4: It worked um, out. You know, it we worked out we, on we, on so many Oh, levels. yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> before we go on, I wanted to read a poem um, that I have here from a Urantia reader, and then we want to hear, if Hercules is there, what he would like to add for this Thanksgiving. So if he's there, we'll try and get him. So the, the poem that uh, my friend wrote, and she said her name used to be Donna C. Brown, because this poem was written on April 26, 1978. <laughs> so it's oh. a long time. But she is now Donna Whalen, and uh, her husband is Larry, and they're very active Urantia readers. They have done a lot of wonderful things, very creative people. Uh, the poem is called, Lord, I See Thee Everywhere, and I chose to read this poem of hers because I can't think of anyone that we need to give thanks to more than the Lord. Absolutely. So Yes, here is how her poem goes. Lord, I see thee everywhere, but no place more clear than in the faces of those I hold dear. There is a spark of thee so sweet within the being of some I meet, and that part of them which reflects thee is the part of them that is dear to me. It bathes my spirit with its healing balm and recognizes that part of itself that is also at least sometimes evident in me. And when the two meet Lord, thee in them and thee in me, they cleave together with a gladsome sound that for a time makes the world go round. Mm. And that is for the Lord. That is
4: exquisite. (laughs) Wow, how beautiful, beautiful
3: (laughs) Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 107.1. Yes, for the Lord our God. Yeah. Get
5: than that. Thank you for that. That was oh, uh, Michael
3: wants to ask Hercules. <laughs>
5: what do you like? Hi. All right. What do you think, Hercules? What uh, some things that you are really thankful for uh, this Thanksgiving, and uh, you know, maybe throughout your life? Uh, tell us. Wow. Tell us, uh, well, Hercules. I
2: express gratitude uh, all day throughout the day. But I'm grateful for being alive. I'm being grateful. I'm grateful for having the people in my life that I have in my life, and people is not only human people, but also animals and spirits and and so forth. Uh, I'm grateful for all the opportunities that uh, are before me. I'm grateful to be of service. I'm grateful to everybody that's come across my path.
4: Well, well said. Well said. well said. Yeah, it covers it absolutely.
5: Yes, and and everyone that comes across our lives are, are a reflection of God. Yes, our God. I I agree. And it also, when people
4: come into our lives, it's also an opportunity. Uh, it, it all, and sometimes the people who will come into our life lives, um, it it they're, it's you wouldn't think just by their whatever their looks or their nature or what they didn't say or whatever that it would be meaningful. And lots of times that totally turned around uh, when you start speaking to someone and sharing. And uh, then the conversation becomes quite amazing. And that's happened to me quite a bit. And uh, uh, so you can't judge the book by its cover because sometimes when people look a certain way and you think that that's what they are, and they're really not like that at all. Uh, Sometimes someone who looks like they got the world, by the tail and then you start talking to them and they're dealing with very very heavy challenges and they're sometimes um grateful for the opportunity to discuss that things like that happen all the time to me and um i'm just very welcoming to strangers who uh, a kind word just a little something and it opens up a door to sometimes unbelievably wonderful conversations of sharing ideas.
5: Mm-hmm. So uh,
4: just wanted to put that on the table.
5: Well, thank you, Nick. You know, there's someone that just came across our lives uh, that uh, really inspired us. Uh, uh, there, we, we just sent out to uh, some Urantia readers, we did a bulk mailing of uh, a picture of Catherine Tingley and others in the Theosophical Society uh... during their uh... parliament of peace uh, parliament of peace gathering and uh... in front of the in front of the the people pictured in the in the, the peace temple on the rug is uh, like a like a circle like concentric circles symbol of concentric circles three of them oh. that look similar to oh. uh... The Urantia circles you know so yes no, we, uh, we sent out a mailing to Urantia book people and others uh know this this picture with um the message that we're praying for peace at this time so we'll we'll hope that everyone will pray for peace but there is a, a lady who uh who contacted us uh, we 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 found her uh email uh, as part of the uh, Urantia book community and uh, sent her this information and she emailed the nicest the nicest most wonderful email to us that was so uh, so inspirational to us and we're going to contact her and uh, we're going to talk to her but uh, she she was a real spark and a real blessing to us uh, with her email so uh, we're looking forward to a person coming into our life that uh, you know we might be able to have things in common with uh, the, yep. she's a Urantia book reader and uh, they have a, a center a center that they're, they've developed uh, to help us get in touch with the celestials with you know the local universe father local universe mother spirit so we're really excited and like Donna this uh, Donna Whalen the 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 poem uh, there are so many really wonderful as you mentioned Nick there's so many wonderful uh, kind creative um, truth seekers within the Arantia Book community that are so wonderful that touch people's lives all the time and for that uh, for that we must be thankful you
0: but our but our here. main
5: thanks our main thanks tonight is number one on your list Nick we thank God we thank God for everything and and I want to uh, sing a song here I'm going oh. to be singing a song Great. it's called God's Great Garden and it's uh, in praise of the universal Father for creating for establishing, The universe of universes for us to live, move, and evolve and love each other. It's called God's Great Garden. Here it is. The great, grand, and glorious universe is a garden. God's garden. God and his myriad of associates are faithfully tending to the garden. We, the people of Urantia, are his flowers, and we contribute to the beauty of this vast and wonderful garden creation. Our task is to accept God's love and care so that we may eventually unfold our full brilliance and spread our fragrance to all of the world, in this, our own little section of the garden. Yes, the flower will fade, wither and die, but the seeds that we leave behind will wedge themselves into the soil, be nourished, and grow for future seasons of planting. Yes, we are the flowers growing skyward in God's great Garden,
0: <laughs> I sing, I sing of God's great garden, a song of praise for God's creation. I sing, I sing of God's great garden, a grand and glorious universe, and a place where souls in perfection rise. With the sun that shines in the infinite sky, come and see. the seeds here planted in God's great garden full of hope and the promise of glory the flowers growing skyward in God's great garden
3: living the
0: blessed infinite story reaching up to heaven to bask in your glory see Beautiful. Voila.
5: God's such, great garden. Such,
4: such vibes, such warm, beautiful vibes. I mean, you, you can feel the energy coming right, right off of that. Wow. Yeah.
5: Beautiful. Thanks. Well, hey, that is in praise of our Universal Father. Yes. And all of our Universal Fathers, or all of our Fathers, our Celestial Fathers, and all of our Celestial Mothers brothers and sisters we give thanks to all of you today wherever you may be whatever you may be doing uh, on this world on other planets in other universes we praise you all we thank you and we say hail to you and nick
2: wow that was awesome <laughs> amen that was beautiful really
4: thank beautiful
5: you thank you and nick and hercules we thank you so much we are so thankful And so grateful for what you do every day in your wonderful ministries that you do and all of your work, and especially for touching our lives. We thank you guys so much.
4: Well, right, right back at you for that. And I thank you so much for, for that beautiful um, um, sentiment. And what a team. What a team we've got. What an amazing <laughs> team. Really. It's just, it's, it's just, we're it's we're just, the superheroes.
3: So Hercules, Nick, Michael, and Diane. <laughs> we're, we're, we, could, we could
4: have cape. We should be wearing capes and have things right. on our
3: caps. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready to take on all the challenges of the worlds and other worlds. <laughs>
6: Well, they a come and and in.
3: What?
6: I get a tiara and a magic lasso.
3: Oh! A <laughs> tiara. Wow! Wow! wow.
4: <laughs> um, a, qu- a quick note, if I can, before we close. Um, Hercules is going to be my my uh, featured guest at the the next uh, Disclosure Network New York coming up this Sunday, uh, oh. December one, at two o'clock, and uh, we're looking forward. He's picked the title. The Celestials of Mount Olympus Speak, and we are so excited to have him there. And um, if anybody would like to come to the meeting in in Manhattan, you can get all the details by going to dnny.info, and it's all there for you.
5: Oh my goodness! Wow, Hercules! Oh, that will be so fabulous. Could you guys? Uh, gosh, if you could video that and we could see it. Oh, our well, t- well,
4: Michael, we we record audio, record all of our meetings now, and we put them on YouTube as well as our website. So, uh, oh. since you can't be on the East Coast, you certainly can hear uh, the meeting uh, with uh, Hercules is coming Sunday. He will be up in about a week after Sunday. So. It will be oh, up on the line. Fantastic.
5: Hey, tell us the, uh, tell, uh, tell us the YouTube channel for uh, Disclosure Network.
4: Uh, I just think it's, it's – I believe it's, it's just if you put type in Disclosure Network New York, it will come up.
3: Oh. Okay. Yeah, And
4: we've got a, a number of our meetings there, and uh, I, I, they're, they're really worth listening to. Um, uh, they're, so some of the people who asked the Q&A at the end of the speaker's uh, talk, uh, brilliant, interesting questions, and the response is, is 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 wonderful. So there's a lot there, and I I, I really invite anybody uh, in the audience to take a look at that. Dnny.info.
0: All
5: right, Dnny.info. Okay, and our our YouTube channel uh, for everyone that's listening. Our YouTube channel is Michael and Diane Duncan. That's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, A-N-D. D-I-A-N-N-E, that's two N's and Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N like Dunkin' Donuts but without the apostrophe, so it's Michael and Diane Duncan, we have over 80 videos now of our songs and we have our artwork, we have our celestial team meetings, we have wonderful interviews uh, with Hercules and Nick, you can see their their faces, you can see the pictures behind the voices uh, on our our, uh, radio programs that we've put up some very important ones for our ministry That we've put up uh, So we'll hope everyone will see those uh, And then we also um, I also have four Urantia book inspired song albums You just heard me singing one of them That one was from our first album uh, We're on CD Baby That's our main source for our album CD Baby uh, for downloading uh, But we're also on Amazon And Spotify and iTunes and all that But you can go to my artist page On CD Baby It's just uh reverend michael duncan um artist page for those and you can contact us via email personal email it's michael duncan1 at hotmail.com we'd love to hear from you and i uh, keep listening to these radio programs and nick has his own radio program uh, nick can you tell us just uh, really quickly uh, when your uh, radio programs on cern radio occur
4: Right, right. We have a very exciting one coming up. Uh, That will be Thursday, uh, December 5. And we have Jennifer Stein, uh, who uh, is uh, an amazing talent. Uh, She uh, co-wrote and helped produce the reading of Betty and Barney Hill's story about their abduction in uh, New Hampshire. And uh, the the play uh, to be put on stage is called the oh. Interrupted Journey. And oh, I've heard a reading about of that. It,
5: oh, right? yeah, I've uh, heard about that, yes. Shirley, yeah.
4: Shirley McLean's daughter was playing Betty, and uh, Richard Pryor Jr. Uh, played Barney, and they are absolutely brilliant in the part, and the whole audience was on the edge of their chairs. Now, Jennifer Stein oh. has gone with uh, some researchers to historic sites and uh, the name of her, what she's going to be talking about this coming Thursday on my program at 9 o'clock New York Time, I'm going to have to spell it out because I don't know if I could say it, G-O-B-E-K-L-I and then T-E-P-E. It's an ancient city, and Linda Morton Howell was with her when they were exploring this, this ancient city, and she's got a lot to say about it. So that's the program coming up on uh, de- December five, Thursday.
5: Oh that's fantastic. All right, well, thank you, Nick, for being our guest tonight on Gabriel's Worldwide Religion of Love and Pleasure. Pleasure. And more more details about uh that uh, about the Gabriel's worldwide religion of love will be, uh, you know, forthcoming from us at least. We we feel lots of changes in our world that are reflecting some of these uh changes that they've been talking about so we can see them already happening but uh you know uh for us it's very very exciting and um we thank you Nick for being our guest and and Hercules thank you so much again uh,
6: Hercules, had to, Hercules had to step out this is a of Victory and I want oh, to thank you for being on a uh, Pride of Olympus tonight uh we got to cut it a little early tonight but again thank you so much for being on the show it was, sounded like a great show I just caught the tail end of it <laughs> well, thank you, Athena. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to you too.
5: I hope you guys had a really nice uh, day today.
6: We did, and uh, we—I actually a little while ago was listening to my traditional Thanksgiving thing of uh, the Adams family values singing "Happy Happy Turkey Day," so if that made my night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, <laughs> Athena, we we hope that you and your family are doing fine and everything, and. Uh, You know, we we just feel so blessed. Uh, I was telling the 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 listeners tonight that uh, our very first episode that we were on CERN radio with Hercules was episode number 11 on Voice of Olympus on May 23, 2016. So we've been together quite a while now here, and uh, I was telling Hercules that we're so blessed. Uh, We feel so blessed. Have him as our friend and for him to Have uh, helped us along our Journey so much so Thank you uh, Athena for uh, You know being a part too. because remember In the very beginning um, The very first uh, interview uh, You were on there It was with me just me and then Diane came on later but uh, You know it's been It's been a journey and I want to thank you both
6: I tend to be a little more shy on The radio so <laughs> I'm not on that Often <laughs> Yeah. they better off on something scripted and you know, her character, but by myself I'm kind of shy so that's why I'm not on as much.
5: <laughs> hey, you know, it's tough. It's tough being unscripted. I mean, Diane and I were were just like that, you know, we we needed everything scripted. Even even when I when I sing, I try to have the music in front of me as much as possible, you know. The unscripted is really uh it's really scary. I could do it uh, in
6: character, but by myself, I can't do it. Oh really? Yeah. (laughs) Like if I, like when I did theater, if I there was a prompt to do something, I could do it. Like it was almost like, uh, what was that thing that Drew Carey used to do when he used to just run with things, Uh, Uh, (laughs) like do improv? That I could do, but it's like. Talking as myself I always feel like I stutter too much Or I sound stupid So that's why I don't like to do it as much
5: Oh, not you, Athena You're very You're brilliant
6: <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I do put things on um, Facebook Like I talk about um, You know, stuff Every once in a while But it usually takes me Like four takes Before it's Right enough for me To actually post the video
5: Oh, I see I see, and I got you three lines, three Yeah, lines, you know three, but... uh Gosh diana and i diana and i like everything to really be perfect but you know we had to we had to kind of give that up because uh we started having celestial team meetings the celestials were coming to us and uh you know they wouldn't tell us what they were going to talk about you know we didn't even know who was going to be there sometimes oh, right till, till like right before and then they'd come and we'd be there and we would give kind of our intro i mean we We've kind of developed a little bit of an intro to kinda of get us settled uh in that context, you know, the the meeting context and we, we set up chairs, we set up uh pre designated chairs for who's gonna be there. But that's pretty much about all we get. So so then, you know, we start the meeting, uh and then one of the celestials will will, will ask them, we'll say, Well, who wants to speak or you know, who what do you want to talk about, you know? Uh, There were Maitreya messages. There were, um, Gabriel's been coming uh, with his truth messages. We've had Neptune, uh, you know, uh, Neptune slash Poseidon, uh, Aries. We've had Hermes giving us messages. Athena, Athena has come. So they come to us, and it's not scripted, nothing scripted. We're just there to talk with them. But but what we do is we just... um, we just re- try to relax, and we have a feeling of receptivity. We just say, we appreciate you coming. We love you. Uh, we hope you will help us and you know, tell us what you want us to tell us, and then what do you want to talk about. And then we'll start, they start opening up to us and saying, okay, well, this is kind of what we want to talk to about. talk about. But sometimes it takes a little prompt like, okay, is this a personal message for us? Or is this something for the world, you know? And Diane will say, "Yeah, you want to talk about politics or the world or things like that." But then we we just kind of go with it, and we're not we're not afraid to mess up really, because because we know we know that it's unscripted and that um, it's something new for us to to talk to Celestials. It, it's a new thing, so we have to try to get used to it. And not be afraid to to stumble or fail or falter or explore, and oh, they've been very kind. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you for
6: sharing that. Um, and they, and, anyway, and they, I do have to we do have to cut it short oh, tonight. Okay, yeah, I uh, gotcha. just wanted to say good night to everybody.
5: Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that they are very kind and supportive, so you don't have to worry. So, <laughs> Athena, thank you so much again, and to all the people listening. There might be some new people listening tonight. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we love you. God loves you. And uh, Nick, I hope you have a wonderful uh, recovery, a wonderful Christmas time. And, Thank uh, you. God bless you.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love to all.
0: All
6: right. Hey, love to care. all. Love to all. Love all right. to all. Take care, everybody. And uh, I guess this is going to be a wrap. Good night. All right.
1: And blessings to all who have joined us on our adventure. Now go forth and create a better world, one filled with light and love. On behalf of the Pride of Olympus and her crew, may your journeys be joyous.